Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. episode 343. It is Friday here in Cincinnati. It is gorgeous right now. We have blue skies and sunshine and green trees and warm temperatures. It is a perfect spring afternoon morning, but we are headed into some thunderstorms and rain, I think for the next maybe week. So we are riding the waves of nature right now. Yeah, there is so much to explore together today. I find myself rolling up my sleeves as I say that. <laughs> There's a lot going on. <laughs> so settle in and let's see what, which direction we're going to go with it. I feel like the most important place to begin is with this astrology. And also how astrology is so divinely orchestrated in ways that our human minds just can't quite grasp. So we're about to come out of lockdown or quarantine or whatever at home, whatever words you want to use for this energy that we've all been in collectively here in the United States, specifically here in Ohio. We're starting to phase back into whatever the new normal is going to look like. I'm not quite sure what words everyone is (laughs) using because there are so many terms, but we are starting to open back up. And I find it fascinating and brilliant and divinely guided that at the exact same time, astrology has four planets in retrograde. So that really what we're supposed to be doing is going inward, going backwards, looking and reviewing, not moving forward and making all these new plans. It's such a paradox and Also, that is so completely the time that we are in here as humans on this earth. So we'll just kind of meander our way through it. The place to start would be last week because we had a full moon in Scorpio, which I shared at the end of last week's podcast, to me represents, you know, death and rebirth. What are we ending and completing and what are we opening, making space for as new possibilities? Scorpio carries a very intense energy of really looking at things. And so perhaps that played out for you and perhaps you breezed right through it and it did not. (laughs) For me, it was a really powerful time of a massive completion of a relationship energetically in my life. Like one that I just am still amazed at how it all orchestrated. I mean, divine guidance, right? Divine guidance. So we moved through that. And then this week we have, we had one planet in retrograde. I believe Pluto was already in retrograde. And then this week we had three other planets go retrograde, Saturn, Venus, and Jupiter. I'm not going to get into the dynamics of each one because there are many 
incredibly talented astrologers who can tell you their years of training and expertise about it. What I will tell you is what it feels like energetically to me. So these are big planets, big energies, big topics. You know, we're looking at relationships and life purpose and how we engage with others. And you would think, because we've been at in this collective quarantine energy for eight or nine weeks, well, all I'm talking about is here in the States. If you know, you're listening from somewhere else, your experience may be very different than mine. So simply allow it to inform your process. For us in the United States, we've already been in this internal uh, cocooned energy for so long. And so as we start to emerge from that, you would imagine there would be this blossoming or blooming like what we're seeing with the flowers here in nature as spring begins to really unfold. You would think that we would be opening like the lotus petals and what this astrological guidance or uh, shift is actually saying to us is go the other direction. Go in. Review. Look back. Examine the patterns. Be in your own journey and experience for, for some of these planets for another month or two. So what does that feel like? It can feel, this is my experience, very confusing (laughs) like you're sitting in a car and you're pushing the gas and then hitting the brake and then putting it in reverse and then hitting the brake and going forward it's a very um, disjointed feeling there there is a magic to retrograde that I don't know that everybody always taps into I think sometimes we see or feel retrograde as um negative or you know mercury retrograde gets such a bad rap everything breaks down all the communications don't work technology stops it gets a bad rap and i don't see retrograde from that perspective i very much see it as an opportunity to review to explore to look for patterns sometimes that wanting to look at the patterns it can take us down these rabbit holes and so maybe that's why there's a negative energy with retrogrades because it does bring up our stuff when we look at old patterns or relationships there is pain if what we experienced didn't go the way we wanted it to or if others made choices that impacted us or if our choices created unexpected ripples there's a lot of messiness that sits in our past that we don't always want to look at And so when we have this retrograde energy and we feel the pull to look at something that we haven't looked at in a while, it kicks up all of our shit. (laughs) It brings up all of the resistance and the guilt and shame and regret. And I mean, there's so many emotions when, when we look backwards. Unless you've lived a perfect life, in which case (laughs) looking backward may bring nothing for you. My path is not that. So when I look backwards, I'm like, oh, oh, what was I thinking? I was just so ignorant or I was so unaware. I was so self-absorbed. You know, I have all of these judgmental things that I say to myself when I'm reviewing. What is magical about retrograde is when we find the nuggets in all of that review. When we are 
in the middle of a, a looking at something, some relationship, and we're using the same shame and blame and guilt statements that we've thrown at ourselves enough times, or projecting all this negative energy at the other one who didn't do what we wanted them to do. You know, there's just all this. <laughs> so when we're throwing all that around within ourselves or, you know, in our meditation time or journaling, and then there's that one moment where we just see something in a way we hadn't seen it before, and everything shifts in the way that we remember, understand, or review that story. That's the gift, that's the nugget that we can find in retrograde. And with four planets right now in retrograde, I feel like it's a treasure chest. <laughs> there's, there's a treasure chest for us waiting of magical ahas that we, we have to be courageous enough to sort through the, I have this picture of like gold mining, <laughs> you know, we got to sit by the side of the river with the little shaker thing and lots of water and lots of rock and shake all the junk out. But when we find that piece of gold, it can change everything about how we see ourselves, about how we come to acceptance of where we are now. And I believe that's the power that is sitting in this retrograde season for us. So I'll give you an example. I started my own business about five and a half years ago. And when I started it, it was not my plan. My plan was to continue working in this partnership with a woman that I was, I'd learned energy coaching from and then started coaching with her for her and then built, um, a beautiful client base and so I was really busy doing work I loved in this partnership that felt like it had potential and then it got to the point where I realized that the potential the way I saw it wasn't the potential the way she saw it and so it wasn't going to work out and it was not a pretty ending it was not peaceful and it was um, it was sudden and sharp and jagged and so you know for me there was a lot of guilt and pain and Oh, just so much stuff, <laughs> so much stuff that I had to sit with as I left. And there was about a month where I just couldn't really do anything. I, I just grieved and grieved and <laughs> grieved some more, trying to find the nuggets, not knowing what the nuggets were. I was in the dark with myself, like, oh, it was just really tough. And uh, it was right around the holidays that year, too. And so my husband... Uh, finally put the computer in front of me the one day and he's like you are going to build a website and you're going to start it right now I'm done like you gotta start because I kept saying I'll do it another time I'll do it later I'm just so sad he's like just start your website <laughs> and so I signed up for a Weebly account I don't even know why Weebly but I did <laughs> and I started with one page and then I liked the page, like it was kind of cool. And I had a few things to say and who knew I had a few things to say. And then all of a sudden I was like, well, I got to meditate to get all this funk. And so I started this 30 days of meditation and I recorded every day what I was saying in my meditation. And then I would make videos and I created this beautiful package. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe I should also do this and I should do this. And, and I was off and running. I was off and running and I started creating content. I created 
um, products that were mine, my voice, my understanding of the soul and the human journey, my life, my stories, you know, these creations were all just birthing from me. And it was just this fountain. <laughs> there was so much. I had no idea I had that much to say. And it was just so exciting. And, and the work just evolved. It evolved. And, and so I've just been in this beautiful flow, this beautiful flow for five and a half years where I never run out of ideas or things that I want to be creating and sharing with the world. I have massive to-do lists that just keep getting added to. And then I'll go for a run or do a meditation and there's another whole thing. I'm like, oh, damn it. Like, I just need more time. But I've been having so much fun, so much fun. And then uh, over the last... I don't know, maybe two, three weeks as I've been watching all of the Santero videos because you guys know I'm addicted to her. As I start watching these videos, she's guiding me and she's saying something's going to happen. There's some awareness that's coming and it may be a voice from the past and you're going to have this you know, clearing and it's perfect and there's this grand orchestration happening at a soul level and also like here in the human level, it may not feel as comfortable. <laughs> so you know, clearly I'm being guided, and and that started to happen uh, a week ago, and I, I started to realize, like, there was this alternate path I could have taken, which would have been me staying in the relationship I was in and not starting my own business, and that was a very real path. I would have continued doing the things I had been doing and the creations, what I came to realize as I sat with all of my emotions is that the creations that would have been birthing through me would have been co-creations with another or someone else's creations that I would have been trying to fulfill. And so this parallel path that I, I just, I could see it. I could see it and I could feel it last week. Like this is what it would have been. If I had stayed the course that I was on, this is what it would have been. And it wouldn't have allowed me the space to flow with the energy that I know and trust as my own infinite flow. And the things I would have birthed wouldn't have had that signature on them. I'm sure they would have been good. And also, they wouldn't have been mine. You know, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have been my, my own unique expression of of love here in this human realm. And so there was just this magical moment of, oh my God, <laughs> like, who knew? Who knew five and a half years ago that this is where I would have been today? And so I shared this story in the gym call on Tuesday night this week. And I was just so excited to share like all the beautiful details of how I came to this awareness. <laughs> you know, all of the ahas of death and rebirth and new creations and Blah, blah, blah. And so at the end of it, um, one of the beautiful women sent me a message, sent all of us a message, and she said, you know, we wouldn't be here today in this conversation if Viv hadn't made that choice five and a half years ago to do something different. And so spirit is always guiding us. And can we trust that spirit? I mean, <laughs> talk about like magical validation. Oh, it just felt so 
profoundly beautiful to have her say that and to feel the truth of that. Like my courageous choice to do something different wasn't bad. It wasn't wrong. Yes, it was selfish, but it was selfish in a way of me claiming my own voice and me beginning to express like who I am and what I know and what I'm here to contribute to the whole of humanity, to the whole the evolution of consciousness. So it's just been, it's been so much fun for me over the last week to sit and rest in all of this awareness. And I encourage you, this is why I'm bringing up astrology, I'm encouraging you, don't be afraid to look back. Don't be afraid to explore and honor what was perfect in the time in which you were experiencing it. And and be okay that it may have changed and something new evolved. It's just this, you know, ever, what would the words be? It's like all these multifaceted, multidimensional, um, magical things are happening behind the scenes, under the surface, above us in the cosmos. Like all of this other stuff is always happening that is carrying each of us and then all of us as a humanity forward. And so we never really get it wrong. We're just making one choice after another choice and then the next choice evolves from there. And so can we just trust that every choice we make is perfect? And yes, there may be those choices that we look back on and wish we could have done differently or could have been. Like for me, I think back on my divorce, I wish I could have been more of an aware grown-up, more of a, you know, not so selfish, not so self-centered. And also, like, it served at the time. It helped me hold a boundary. It helped me, you know, clarify what kind of parent I wanted to become. That's what I, that's what I'm... I feel like I'm rambling about this, but there are so many layers available to us when we sit in the power of this retrograde season and we really, we're really willing to feel, as someone said on Instagram in a post yesterday, to feel the feelings, you know, feel the feelings, knowing you don't have to drown in them and in those moments of feeling the feeling some beautiful magical gift can reveal itself to you and from that aha your awareness now is going to help you make even more powerful choices right so for me I sat around the fire (laughs) I think I shared this did I share this? I shared this in the gym. Um, I sat around the fire with my family last week on Saturday night in this energy of Scorpio death and rebirth. And I, I could feel the recalibrating. That's not quite the right word. Like the mechanics inside of me clicking into a different gear. <laughs> you know? Like, oh, that old story I've been telling myself, huh? done with that shit (laughs) not true anymore I could just feel the I guess it would be my third chakra like my third chakra just becoming more settled and confident and more lit up more joyous you know just this deep satisfaction of oh my gosh look how far you've come in five years look at who you are now and who you were then and 
and the way that you're showing up in truth and authenticity, like, well done you, well done me, <laughs> you know, it was, it was just such a great feeling. And then sitting with my family and, and feeling how far my family and I have come and how my birth, my birthing of my business has evolved me as a wife, as a mother, as a human, you know, so what I bring to my family now is so much richer and so much more settled, more powerful, you know, it's just more fun. <laughs> I have so much more fun now than I used to be. Uh, I don't know, my family, <laughs> they may disagree, but I do get them to laugh a lot, like really genuinely laugh. So I feel like that's a good sign. <laughs> uh, so anyway, retrograde season. In addition to retrograde season, next week, Next week we move the sun. We, I like how I said that. We move the sun into Gemini. How about the sun moves us into Gemini energy? And then two days later we have a new moon in Gemini. So we are really getting like action packed right now, support from astrology. And you can find beautiful people to read greater descriptions. Again, I'll translate what it feels like to me. So we're going from Taurus, Taurus earthy resources, groundedness to Gemini. Gemini is my rising. I'm a double Aquarius Gemini and my rising sign, the way I've grown to understand it is that's the sign that guides how I'm stepping up in the world, what action I'm taking next, what my future is evolving into. It comes from the sign of Gemini. And so I've shared this often, you know, I feel like I hold this duality of understanding the spiritual, the energetic, and how to translate it here into the physical, into the grounded expression of a human life, a human journey. I also have this awareness of light and dark, of um, love and also shadow and the, the darker emotions that come with all of that, the complexity of it. So this Gemini time for me next week feels so fun, <laughs> so exciting. Plus Venus is retrograde in Gemini. I mean, double magic. Like There's so much good stuff available for us. New moons are about setting intentions. And as we come out of this quarantine period here in the United States and we arrive at a new moon in Gemini at Memorial Day weekend, I mean, can you feel the stop start? <laughs> like, move forward, come out of quarantine. Oh, wait, it's Memorial Day. <laughs> we look backwards. We're looking at those that we're honoring. Like, it really is just this choo -choo back forth, you know, energy that can feel so conflicting to our our psyche to our mind body soul add to that memorial day in the united states is typically a holiday weekend there's a lot of parties and celebrations and the pools open and families and friends are gathering and there's big picnics and usually lots of concerts and this is a time of celebrating our graduates i mean it's normally festive big groups of people getting together and yet we're coming out of quarantine where we've been told wear a mask, stay home, don't socialize, don't be in groups. Like even 10 feels like too big a group right now for, you know, what we're being guided towards. And so the 
the natural pull of our patterns is very much being stopped and how do we how do we navigate that so i've made several podcasts over the last few weeks how do you navigate that you get really still and you discern for yourself within what feels true what feels in alignment for me and then how do i um communicate that and co-create that with my immediate community that I've been with through quarantine or my immediate family if we've been in separate places. How do we begin to merge all of these different needs of everyone in our immediate circles? So everyone follows their own guidance is my guidance to you. Everyone trusts themselves and you make choices that do no harm. You make choices that honor the needs of those around you and honor your own needs. So it's going to be a time where I believe we're going to um, have a lot of emotions come up to be felt. So social media is going to be showing us what others are doing and that brings up reactions in us. How do we feel about what the other one is doing? What, how does that inform our choices? You know, are we going to have lots of judgment and projection and fear that we're all throwing at each other? Or do we honor the other's choice? Do we honor the path each one is going to be taking and allow that to inform ours? It's, it's going to be, I believe, a very confusing and uh, emotional time. And <laughs> supported by this powerful retrograde time and a new moon in Gemini. So can you feel how energetically, collectively there is this um, movement, this current, multiple currents that are flowing around us and um, the more we are steady and centered in our own knowing and trusting ourselves and our choices and our discernment, those currents around us aren't going to throw us into chaos or move us off course or um, create tension and um, turmoil inside of us. The more still and centered we are, no matter what's happening astrologically, we just make choice navigate through, make another choice, navigate through. And so we determine our path as we're, as we're walking it. <laughs> There's a great Zen card called Moment to Moment. I think I've talked about it in this podcast before, and it shows this little character um, with a town in the background, and there are these stones in the foreground, and this little character is just hopping from one stone to the next, and you can't see that there's another stone, but you can see that the character's like mid-hop, ready to go to the next stone, and the card just describes this uh, innate trust in the perfection of the next step appearing, right as you're ready to put your foot down. And so can you just take that next, it doesn't even have to be a leap, can you just take that next step forward knowing the path will appear? That's very challenging for lots of people, especially when there's so much unknown and so many authorities and decision makers telling us, you know, what we should be doing and then contradicting <laughs> what we should be doing with the next news report. Our ability to 
be so centered, so balanced within ourselves that we know what the next step is and we take it and we take it in the next one. That's where I believe freedom and peacefulness and clarity arrives. It's, it's just walking that path. There was an amazing podcast that I just listened to this morning um, by a guy named Deep, or his account in Instagram is Deep Shift. And he interviewed a woman who, I should remember her name, I apologize, but she read the Akashic Records. And to me, that's reading energy. You know, it's a beautiful ability to tap into truth. And she's found this pathway that is very clear for her. And so he would ask her a question and then she would answer it. And the questions were so clear and so good. And then her answers could match that clarity of the question. And their conversation was brilliant. I mean, brilliant. So I ha- where did I post it? Maybe I'll, I think I put on my story today for Instagram, but I'll put a link to that in the description. I highly recommend tuning into that podcast and discerning for yourself what she describes from the Akashic Records. Does that feel true to you? If so, how does that inform your choices? If what she says does not feel true to you, how does that inform your choices? And allow it to be uh, a really pure transmission of energy that offers you uh, guidance in how you discern for yourself what feels true. Yeah. Yeah. What else? There was something else I wanted to share about that. Now I can't remember what it was. There's just been so many, <laughs> so many magical little nuggets. So last night, this, this is the next piece, sorry. I, there's so much moving today. <laughs> there's like so much energy going through my body. I'm like, oh, I want to tell them about that. And I want to tell them about that. And I got to mention that. And I'm trying to just hold it really steady so all of this beautiful awareness can be translated <laughs> in a way that hopefully resonates um, and informs your path. So last night I had this dream. My dreams, like I'm sure many of of all of us, my dreams have been very clear and um, <laughs> sometimes so clear where I'm like, did I just do that? Was I just there? And now I woke up and I'm back home. How is that not real? <laughs> right? You had those dreams before where you feel like you're there and then suddenly your eyes are open and you're still in your bed and you're like wait no (laughs) I've had so many like that one specifically last week that helped me with the clarity around my business and my partnership that is not a partnership (laughs) but it's perfect Uh, anyway I digress I had this dream last night and I didn't sleep well and it was one of those in and out kind of dreams it was right before I woke up this morning I was at this house I don't know whose house it was. I was at this house and we were, it was like a party, but it was um, late at night. It was like after the party and everyone was just sort of crashing and hanging around and, you know, talking, lights were low, people were just having conversations and then, you know, getting ready to sleep in all these different areas of the different rooms. Lots of people. And I was in one room and I got up to go, (laughs) I don't know why I'm telling you this, but it feels relevant. I got up to go into the other room and I was looking for 
the person who I thought was hosting the party. And so I go into the room and I was asking if anyone had seen her. And, and I had this sense of like, you don't belong in this conversation. And why did you come into this room? You should have stayed in that room. <laughs> you know, total Venus in retrograde. <laughs> so I, I'm in this dream, walking in this room, feeling like I totally should not be here. <laughs> and I said, well, if you see her, if you can tell her that Viv was looking for her. And it was like, everything suddenly changed. <laughs> and these women who had been sort of like laying on the couch and it was kind of dark and you know they just looked sort of grumpy <laughs> they're like wait you're Viv and I was almost out the door <laughs> trying to go back into the other room and they're like wait you're Viv I'm like it's one of those moments you know where you're like oh shit <laughs> am I Viv am I I don't know <laughs> in this moment maybe I am maybe I'm not <laughs> who's asking it was one of those oh it's so funny how I can feel it in this moment as if it was happening in the dream and I kind of looked around the room like um yes <laughs> I I believe I am who's asking <laughs> and this one woman said oh I remember you know our friend she told us about this thing that you guys did in this energy session I was like oh yeah I do remember that but it's been years and so you know I I don't I yeah <laughs> it's been years. I don't remember all the details. <laughs> Although I usually do remember most of the details of the sessions when energy is moving because it's so, the images are so visible to me that I don't forget the images. And so this, the one woman's like, well, come back over here. We want to talk to you. And then suddenly in this dream, I'm sitting on the floor. There's like a little fire in a fireplace. All the women are sitting around me. And I'm like holding this one woman in my lap. And she's like, tell me again that things are going to get better. <laughs> and she's like so sad. And she's just telling me like, please remind me, like, are things going to get better? And I could just feel... Um, in my dream, I'm trying to translate this to you, but I could feel in my dream just this settling in of like, of course I was supposed to be in that room, and of course I was supposed to bring this message to these women who are so sad, and you know, here's the message, and I could feel all the joy in my body like bubbling, and that's like, as I was starting to tell her like, oh, let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you how good it's going to get, like, let me tell you all about it. And that's when I woke up and I was just laying in my bed, you know, still dark out and, and I was just feeling, just feeling the joy and the peace of oh, like where we're headed is so good. It's so good. And so I, I feel like as I was running this morning, you know, outside, and it was beautiful, 60 degrees, and sunny, and the wind was blowing, <laughs> and I'm loving how strong my body was feeling, I could just feel like life is, it's so beautiful, it's so full, there's so much joy and love available when we focus on that, and, and there's so much peacefulness, and there's all of this creative energy that we just need to remember to tap into and it doesn't end. It's like, it's like the fountain of youth, <laughs> you know? People go searching in myths for the fountain of youth and some magical elixir that they can sip upon and then they never die. I'm like, we're living it. We are living that reality here on earth right now of 
What is it you want to create? Go create it. What is it you want to experience? Call it in, experience it. Like, yes, we have these physical restrictions right now, but of course the world is going to open back up to travel. Of course people are going to explore new places again. You know, there's always going to be creative energy that moves through humanity. So remember that, tap back into that creative fountain, the flow that is infinite, that is each of ours uniquely, that nobody owns. (laughs) You know, you can leave a partnership, a creation, a co-creation with someone else. And guess what? You take your creative energy with you. It doesn't belong to the company. It doesn't belong to the boss. It's yours. And theirs is theirs. It's It's unique, each one of us as these infinite souls in human bodies. We are magnificent. We are like, we are source embodied. Creative energy, the original creative spark embodied here. It's absolutely glorious and beyond words. (laughs) It's so damn good. (laughs) And so that's, the energy I was translating in my dream last night to these women around this little fireplace. I'm like, you guys, (laughs) it's so good. How did you forget? Why are you laying here in the dark moping? (laughs) Like light a fire and start that energy burning again, right? All the symbolism in that dream, everyone spread out, social distancing far apart. And what most served, start a fire, light the energy, come together, hold cuddle, touch, like, it's, it's all beautiful. We're okay. <laughs> we're, we're going to come back into community. And as we do that, oh my God, the reunions. Oh, it's so, it's going to be so incredibly beautiful. When each of us completes whatever this internal journey is, the quarantine internal journey, and then this forced <laughs> astrological retrograde, <laughs> right? Oh, when we complete this inner work and we come back together, whether it's June, July, August, the end of the year, I don't know, right? None of us know because we're co-creating it. How long is it going to take everyone to get their shit cleared? I don't know. <laughs> it might be a little while because <laughs> there's a whole bunch of shit. <laughs> so people... People may take a little bit longer than what we think it should take or what I think it should take, but I, I am holding steady with the knowing that we are going to come together, those who resonate at the same vibration, those who resonate at the same vibration will find their way to each other and the reunions are going to be absolute bliss absolute bliss joy 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 because we are so clear in ourselves we've cleared so much of the oh right all the feelings that we haven't wanted to feel and sit with and look at like we've cleared those so that we are in absolute pure alignment with our highest selves we are tapped into that infinite soul and source within We remember that spark who started this whole journey in the first place. (laughs) We remember that spark and that's what's fueling the fire within us. 
when we're that clear in ourselves and we're magnetized towards these individuals who are just so compelling to us that we have to go to their event or we have to do their course or we have to be at whatever it is they're doing, right? When we just feel that compelling, magnetic, like, I got to go there. I got to do that. And we, we sit with, we hold, we hug, we connect with those who are like vibration to us. It's going to be, it's going to be like fireworks <laughs> going off in the sky and just this joy of the reunions. That, that is the message that I felt was so needed in my dream in that room last night. It's like, don't forget. Don't forget where we're going. Take off the heaviness of quarantine. Take off the heaviness of everyone else's stuff that you're trying to understand or process for them. Don't do that anymore. Be in your own centered space and get really clear on what is it that wants to flow through you? What is this creative force that is birthing inside of you? How do you allow that to start to come through and out? Because as you do that, your voice is magnetizing towards you those other voices that are similar. The, the big, as Santero was saying in her one video, this big orchestration that's happening in the universe, in the galaxy, at a soul level, all these souls in non-physical form that are cleaning things up, <laughs> realigning, uh, shifting, re, uh, what was the word she used? She said it's like a symphony. It's like a symphony and they're tuning the instruments and bringing it to a new harmonic. Oh, right? Trust that that is happening. And so here in the human form, how do you align with all of that magic? You allow retrograde season to help you clear whatever is ready to be cleared. You align with the new moon in Gemini next week and bridge the duality of spiritual and physical. Set the intention. Do a ceremony with yourself or with your family. Light a fire, <laughs> right? Do something that just helps you feel into the possibilities. How do I bridge the infinite here in the finite? Show me the way. Present that next step. Let me trust intuitively where I'm putting my foot down. And let me walk my way to those reunions. Because it's happening. And it's going to happen more and more. And it's going to get more and more satisfying and exhilarating and then our new addictions I talked about this shoot what book was it in Gaia's Gifts I think it was Gaia's Gifts I think that was the one where I said our new addictions our favorite thing to do is going to be when we're having those reunions to sit with those individuals and go oh my gosh <laughs> let me tell you about my lifetime blah 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 <laughs> right let me share all of this with you i had that happen i mean the most memorable one i had that happen oh five years ago is that right five six Six years ago, I was at a retreat with a bunch of people, and many of them were ones I had not met before. And there was this one person that 
it was just instant. I'm like, oh, you, you, here you are. <laughs> here you are. Where have you been? <laughs> right? Tell me about your life. I mean, we had lived so many journeys together in other lifetimes, and we just sat in this big overstuffed chair and was like, <laughs> no hesitation, no barriers, just story, 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 story. You know, it was, oh, like the joy, the bliss of two souls going, oh, you, <laughs> it's, it's just incredible. And what is one of the greatest gifts coming out of coronavirus, out of this energy that we've collectively agreed to move through, is that our radars, our antennas are attuning to those reunions. Our it's like, um, <laughs> I don't know what the word is, but it's like seeing a little periscope coming up out of the water, you know, from a submarine <laughs> and it's just turning and it's like, which way, which way, who's, who's out there on land and which way do I want to go? I feel like our inner antennas, our souls within, they're going do, 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 do this way, that one, <laughs> right? Talk to this person, read that article listen to the podcast, listen to Deep Shift and, and have a, another remembering and then that informs the next step and the next choice. It's so good. My friends, it is so good. So as you move through this weekend, move through retrograde season, move into the new moon in Gemini, like hold on to the vibration of what I'm sharing with you. It's really good. Where we're going, we don't know it yet, but the vibration is bliss here on this planet. Not out somewhere in the universe, like right here. Okay, I have lyrics to read you as we wrap up today. It was the song that played this morning where I'm like, oh. Oh, this song is so perfect. And I don't even know how it showed up. It was not on my playlist. It was just, you know, Sonatum Core, she does that to me. <laughs> she just pops in. And then I'm like, yes, yes, I bow to you again. <laughs> so it's called Kabir's Song, K-A-B-I-R. And I will put that uh, link to it in the description for today's podcast. Here, here are the lyrics that she wrote. It's just gorgeous. Oh, my soul, you come and you go through the paths of time and space. In useless play, you'll not find the way. So set your goals and go. Sing such a song with all your life. You will never have to sing again. Love such a one with all your heart. You will never need to love again. Oh, my soul, you come and you go. Walk such a path with all your faith. You will never have to wander again. Give yourself to such a guru. You will never have to seek again. Pray such a prayer with all your soul. You will never have to pray again. Die such a death at the feet of God. You will never have to die again. Oh, my soul, you come and you go through the paths of time and space. In useless play, you'll not find the way, so set your goals and go.
Breathe, my love. Breathe, my love. Breathe in the quiet center. Blessings to Sanatan. Thank you for tuning in to this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Sunday mornings for an hour of meditation, visualization, and energy healing, where we realign our mind-body-spirit with Gaia and Source. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.